0: and gentlemen, what's good, y'all? First, Gary, it's Andrew Benjamin, and you're tuned in to yet another edition of the We Are Rising podcast, and this very special edition should come really with no introduction because you know who this guy is already, but for record's sake, I have to give one. This man is a 28 fight veteran he holds a professional mma record of 24 wins four losses with 19 big wins by way of submission he stands in at 5 feet 10 inches tall weighs in at 145 pounds he is 26 years of age and won't turn 27 until after the bellator japan and rising 20 festivities he is 26 years old at the moment on January 5th, 1993, and is returning to his homeland of Japan, seeing that he's from Anjo Aichi, Japan, fighting out fighting out of Curitiba, Pahana Blasio. But he'll be returning to Japan to compete on the Bellator and Rising Japan card against the Detroit superstar Darren Crook on December 29th live on the Paramount Network and DAZN in the U.S. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man with the most submission wins in Bellator MMA history and the Smash Fight Betterweight Tournament winner of 2013, Oiti Yamauchi. How are you, sir? Good morning.
1: Good morning, my brother. I'm good. And you, uh, first of all, it's a a pleasure to be talking with you guys, so... uh... I'm
2: excited. Let's go. yeah so we're excited to talk to you as well and I'm uh, very excited that you're gonna be having uh a very uh well, I presume will be a very exciting fight against Darren Crookshank, uh, uh, in just a few weeks. And just wanted to first uh get get your thoughts on him as an opponent. Are you familiar with him as a fighter? Uh how you're preparing for this fight and uh all that stuff, uh Yamuchi san.
1: Oh yeah. Um my opponent. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I never, uh, I never heard about him before. Uh, my coach. He used to watch more UFC than me more often. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know how long he's out of UFC. But my my coach. He he said that he saw a lot of uh, of his fights. Uh, first time that I saw uh, his name. It was when in the contract when my manager offered there fight me so since then i'm started to, to study his game um he's uh he's a good striker he's not you know he's not a he's not a you know he he, he used to compete in the, in the high level in, back in the years and so he's uh he's he's just like me he's very experienced and uh, my training has been good um uh, it's all about uh, show my 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 skills, show that I'm a better fighter, I'm a better athlete. Uh, what can I say about my, my training camp being good, and I'm in the best shape of my life for sure. Understood, understood.
0: But in a way, your opponent, Darren Crookshank, is 21-12 in one-no contest. He fought six times inside the octagon, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, no, he actually no, he fought a lot of times inside the octagon, probably six or eight times. But he hasn't been in the UFC since 2016. He currently has a Rising Fighting Federation record of. Let's see here. I'm sorry, I'm doing this on the fly. He has a Rising Fighting Federation record. Up five and four. Basically, he's new to rising. I mean, are you prepared? And I mean, are you prepared really for what he might bring to this contest? Even though it's going to be under unified rules.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's not. There's no surprise to this level. Not for me. There's no surprise. It's not going to be something different that I know. Because I'm prepared for everything, for any. For, you know. Uh, regardless, in the feet on the ground, on the on the cage or, or in or in the ring, um, I do this thing since I was a little kid, so uh, I'm prepared. And, you know, like I said, there's no surprise. Uh, Again, I'm excited to see what he has to bring because, um, you know, just another day. Uh, it's my work. I've been working like a professional, more than attack it. So just another day.
2: Now with him as a. As a fighter, he likes to keep the fight standing up because he is a ve- he has very good stand up and has knocked out. Um, I think he's knocked out all. For all the fights that he's won in Ryzen, I think he's knocked out all of his opponents um, or has gotten some sort of TKO. Are you going to look to take this fight to the ground where you probably will have the advantage uh, a- a- against him? Uh, um, you know, I'll, I'm
1: always fighting smart. Mm -hmm. I'm always fighting to win the fight. I'm not going out there to, you know, uh, to do anything else. The main goal is to win the fight. Um, MMA, it's always uh, unpredictable. So I cannot say what I'm going to do, but for sure, we start on the feet. That's where I want to stay uh, my fight. If you see my fights that my opponents don't take me down, we stay on the feet. For the for the entire fight, just like Daniel Bice, mm-hmm. he tried to take me down the first round, and that's it. We stayed in, on the feet, you know, like uh, thirteen minutes, because uh, I don't try to take my opponents down. Uh, I want to stay on the feet with Darren to see what he has to bring. Uh, I like his his fight style; it's very good to you know. I want to. Um, this is an opportunity to me, you know, inside the competition to show my skills on the feet. So I want to stay on just a little bit, at least in this fight uh, on the feet
0: with, uh, with Aaron.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. I see. I see. Now, before we
0: delve too much about this potential contest, we have to talk about your background first. You grew up. In anjo in Japan, up until you were three years old when your family uprooted to curitiba pahana Brazil I just have to ask, what was it like, you know, moving away from one country to the next at such a young age, and how did you get into the world of martial arts? Because I know that you started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when you were nine years old, correct? Yeah, correct. So
1: uh I started in the martial arts when I was three years old actually um you know it was a love at the first time when I I fell in love the first time when I saw the, I think a movie or something TV that I said this is what I want to do uh, I was like uh only four years old so it's first I started in the karate in the at the school when I was three. Then I moved to to Judo when I was four, and I stayed with Judo, uh, you know, for three years. Then I stopped and started to do Jiu-Jitsu at at night. When I I used to watch, uh, I didn't used to watch fights in Japan, so it was uh, everything that happened in my fight career was all here in Brazil, so... um, you know, like I said, I probably love it at the first time that I that I watched the fight and since then I never I never stopped. I, I my first my first uh, my first competition went when was when I was five years old and till then I never stopped to compete. So this is this is what I am, this is what I love.
0: I see, I see. And when it came to starting Brazilian Jiu Jitsu It obviously followed with, you know, you finding Muay Thai boxing and wrestling. But it wasn't until you were the amateur state boxing champion in Pahana, Brazil in 2007 when you defeated John Lineker, who obviously fought in the UFC and is now going to potentially be fighting for one FC over in Singapore. I mean, did you think that when you two fought for that state boxing title, that you guys would potentially be international MMA stars over a decade after that? Uh yeah. That that fight was really important to me because I can't
1: write out the story about that fight because I was uh, I was uh, I was just a kid. You know, I was like uh, fourteen years old, and he was eighteen years old. I think something like that so it was a man fighting against a kid and I got this fight I think uh, two weeks notice to train or that fight um, and he was the, the current uh, state champion and he got 10 more fights than I got at that time so it was, re- was uh, you know it was a real test of my will a real test of my toughness Uh I remember every single uh, moment of that fight. I remember when I was in the corner. I remember uh, after that fight, and um, we we actually we took a, a picture after the fight, and he he said to me, he said, "We will uh, we will brighten the future, me and you,
0: because uh, we made a
1: hell of a fight."
0: That was coming. I'm pretty sure that was crazy, but please
1: continue. Yeah, yeah. So he said that um, that we would see each other because we made a hell of a fight, and um, I felt at that moment that I was ready to, you know, to go to the next level. Um, I comp- did a lot of kickboxing, and not not a lot, but I, I did I did some like seven or six fights on, on kickboxing seven boxing so i had a good background not just in jiu-jitsu but but you know in the in the rings competitions so all my experience i got i got thank my 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 uncle that he always gave me the you know the opportunity to grow uh used to be tough but he made me see martial arts and at the different field and that i'm I'm pretty sure that it's going to help me to be the best in the world. Not just the best in the world, but uh, I'll I'll make history in this sport. I'm I'm pretty sure about that.
0: Understood, understood. And when it came to the two-year gap in your career between, you know, winning the state, uh, I mean, fighting in that state boxing championship fight and your MMA career, I just have to ask, did you take any amateur fights or did you basically wait out those two years just to go into the pro ranks of mma no no i take, i took i took uh eight amateur fights i think they
1: uh they haven't the shared dog my 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 major record um
0: <laughs> my apologies i was looking at your record through Tapology.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 in sure dog you will see there's uh there i think there's seven fights a major a major fights in sure but I have uh, eight fights actually. I eight eight ways in the first round.
0: I see, I see. And obviously when you came into the professional ranks you came into it like a buzzsaw. You won twelve with your first thirteen fights. You fought in the smash fight featherweight tournament where you won both of your fights in about as much time as a first-round in professional MMA to become the smash featherweight champion, but then you got that call from Bjorn Rebny, well actually it wasn't from Bjorn Rebny, it was from Scott Coker, to join Bellator, and it was your first time fighting in the stage, you choked out to Tolliver on that first fight, but going into that fight against Tolliver, did you feel kind of nervous because you were fighting in the US for the first time?
1: Well yeah, absolutely. You can bet. I was very, very nervous. I, I was I was uh I was an experienced fighter at that time. My uh I was intense at that time. I I, I think I competed like I did fifteen fights in less Than two years, but when we came to the United States, it's totally different because uh, even though I was fighting a guy that you know is not that how can I say experience that, that experience that tough. It's not a high level, but it's United States. You know, uh, till you compete at that level, uh, there's a lot of uh, thoughts in my head. I I used to think like. Uh, how how it's gonna be? How it's gonna be the food? How it's gonna be the people? How it's gonna be the the pressure of uh of, of the fighters? It's a totally different game for me. But uh, thank God I you know I got experience not just in Brazil but now I'm experienced inside America and not yeah, just too. in America now I'm experienced in the whole in the whole shit. I can fight anywhere anytime. Um, I'm just uh, I got uh, you know. I have a different mind now. I'm, you know, more. I'm more mature, more prepared. Uh, I'm only 26 years old, but uh, I feel that I'm very experienced. And, um I'm ready to any challenge for, for for 2020. 2020 is going to be my year for sure because I'm. I like I said. I feel like I'm very experienced. Not, not just uh, uh, experienced, but I got so many good fights. You know, I uh, my three last fight was uh, you know, was was against a tough opponent, so it made me grow out a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Understood. And since you've been in Bellator, you've gone ten and three overall. Obviously with the most submission victories in that promotion's history with seven, you choked out Martin Fifty Cal Stapleton, you choked out Isao Kobayashi, who is the current Featherweight King of Pancrase champ and not to mention you choked out Ryan Couture, Adam Piccolotti, and more recently, Zahad, the Assassin, Awad. But when it comes down to the three losses, which you lost via unanimous decision to Will Martinez, Bubba Batman Jenkins, and Michael, Iron Michael Chandler, I mean, did you think, well, I mean, which fight did you lost via decision that you thought You
1: know, my game plan was just out of whack. Um,
0: well, so
1: let's talk about my first loss. My first loss, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a kind of guy, I don't think a real man likes to make excuses, but, uh, sometimes it sounds like excuses, but it's not excuses. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't understand, don't understand me wrong, because Bellator, they, uh, it was a really tough fight because not because of the, the my opponent, but because of the situation that Bellator at that time, at the time it was a different uh, uh, different guys who used to promote the, the show, show, different president, different uh, matchmaker, and uh, they just uh, you know they did a ter- a terrible job. They sent me a they sent me a a, 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 a wrong tickets, airplane tickets. Uh, I lost my, my my airplane and just you know, well, to you know, to, I'll, I'll talk this 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 part faster. Uh, the main problem was the weight. I, I had to cut like 15 pounds in less than 24 hours. That that you know that was fucked up. So
0: um, I'm sorry. Mr. Yamaguchi, I kind of lost you for a second because I don't know. This been, I mean, my line. But can you please repeat? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so we were when talking about the Will Martinez, Martinez
1: loss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Will Martinez, to you know, to uh, I'll talk this this story fast, on because there's a lot of things that I could talk, but the main thing is. Uh, I had to cut more than 15 pounds inside 24 hours. Uh, I lost it. My, my air, I stayed, uh, I think three days, three days or two days inside the airport. So I was, I was stressed out. Um, it was a terrible travel and I was very, very nervous. I was very, I was, I was not ready to fight. I was not ready to fight at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So my second loss was against the Bubba Jenkins. It was a really, really tough uh, preparation. I got five week notice. It's a good, you know. Th- at that time, I don't used to train like I do now. Um, I, I just I used to train just when I when I when I have a fight. But now I train every day, whatever you know. Uh, but th- at that time it was just a five week notice. And I took, uh, I got a lot of injuries inside the the, the the camp. And, you know, uh, I don't agree with that result. Uh, you watch the fight, you, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, the first round, I clearly won by two points, right? And uh, the second and third round was, was close. You did nothing, you didn't. Being the, the face and the body didn't nothing, so uh, I don't I don't think I was dominant at all at that point. But it's all good. It's okay, I have uh, I, I I think I I did the adjustment that I that I had to do, it. it's all good now. And mm-hmm. my to loss was against Michael Chandler. This 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 was a real loss. I felt that I lost to uh, you know. I was completely dominated by my channel. That was the the most important loss in my career because that made me think about my things. That made me uh, have the work ethic that I have now. That made me be uh, stronger and smarter because I could realize a lot of mistakes that me and my team were doing. So that was, uh, you know... It was a very, very special moment in my life. So um, I didn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. I, I took that loss like a like a man, and uh, I could learn. You know, I, I didn't, pretend, I didn't pretend that I was that was, you know, I was lucky. That was I was bad. You know, that kind of excuse. I just, I was like, oh yeah, he, this guy he dominated me, so you know, I gotta do something about it. Um, I, I have been fighting against something.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and uh, in a way... I, oh, my bad. Go ahead and continue. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. I see. But in a way, when it comes down to losses like those, you don't live with the... I mean, you don't... Well... Oh, damn, I'm sorry. But still, when it comes to losses like those, you live and you learn. You don't let them get to you forever, and that's what you pretty much have... You know, done against that, you bounced back with two straight victories over Daniel Veicu and Stod, the assassin of one, were pretty much some of the upper echelon talent in Bellator. But you live and you learn when it comes down to your losses. Otherwise, if you let that loss linger to you for so long, you probably might regret it. And yeah. when it comes down to that question. Before I pass it off to Andrew so he can add some more, I mean, Michael Chandler is still riding high. He's obviously in contention to regain that champion, I mean, to regain either the featherweight or the lightweight title, both of which are held by Patricio Pitbull-Girley. I mean, do you think that potentially, if you two were to meet again, you would face off? I mean, if you and Chandler were to face off against each other again, would there be a different outcome, and would you possibly get an opportunity to, I mean, would you possibly have a better fight against Patricio Pitbull, is what I'm asking. <clears throat>
1: uh, me and Michael, we will see each other again, for sure. Because uh, we are, you know, we are very, very close. Um, uh, I got you know nothing against him. Like uh, like I said, I'm not uh you know I learned from that loss. I'm not dwelling uh you know for any any uh, negative thoughts in my mind about that fight. just uh, I'm ready to fight him again. I'm ready to fight for you know for the title. I'm ready to fight against Patricio. I'm just ready for, for any. For any kind of challenge, I'm ready for Ben Anderson. I'm just want to fight the top guys. This fight, particular uh, against uh, Darren, uh, you know, you, you you guys know this is not important for for the for the organization. It's not important. It's not important to fight for for the Bellator just for the show, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, but basically, it's, it's to match Bellator's best versus Ryzen's best. Yeah, yeah. It's just that you know. Uh, it's Belter against Rice. I like it. I like the challenge. I like the how how it is sounds, but it's not so important for for the company. So next next year, uh, if I don't do this kind of fight in Japan, because I really want to, you know, fight more often in Japan. If I don't do this kind of fight, I don't want to fight the, the you know the big guys in the, the division, just like Ben Henderson, uh, Patricio, and Michael Chen. This is the Kind
2: of find out what look. Mhm. Now, Andrew, do you have any
0: questions
2: to ask, yeah. Mr. Yamuchi? Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of Benson Henderson, well, I, Christian, if you remember when we were like, I think we were we were a fantasy fantasy booking a Ryzen versus Bellator show, and we won the fights. We did say we would like to see is you versus Benson because it'd be I think an incredibly exciting stylistic matchup, uh, our at least in my eyes.
0: In a way, Bellator prematurely announced that Benson Henderson would be facing off against
2: Michael Chandler. Then Benson got injured, and now we got Sydney Outlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny how all that stuff works out. Um, But actually, regarding questions, we do have uh, some uh, a fan question who um, on Twitter uh, from our good friend Tita Junk. His his first question is: uh, You already answered it. You already told us about it earlier about. What inspired you to become fire? But his second question is, Yamu uh, Uchisan, what is the best advice a coach ever gave you?
1: Well, I well that's a good question because I I had so many good advices in my life, but um, uh, <coughs> let me let me think. Um, mm-hmm. I think it. I think, you know it's uh, never never give up. I, I, I will explain why it, 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 it can mean it can mean a lot to me but not it can, you know it can not mean too much for for the other people don't ever give up because here here in my situation right my contest here in Brazil it's totally different in any other part of the world there's no much we I, I train I train in here in Brazil in, in the small gym, in the small uh, small gym. People always say to me, "You have to, you have to meet here. You have to, you have to go to the United States. You have to go to the Europe. You have to stop training with the with the guys that you train. You have to, you know, all this kind of bullshit. They uh, always uh, negative thoughts, always uh, negative uh, affirmations. So. The main thing to me is uh, never give up. Don't listen to these people. Um, I think uh, I realize what it, it's important to get there, to get in the... I'm not the champion yet, but uh, I'm totally... You know, I'm I'm just 100%. Uh, I'm sure that I, I'll be the champion and I will. Uh, I will prove people that... You know, some people that they are... They were wrong because they... You know, I will never give up. I will never, you know, um, uh, make that that words uh, affect me because I'm more than that. So this is the most important thing. Don't ever give up. It's uh, you know, don't ever give up. It's just to make a lot of sense to me. It's, it's not maybe it's not gonna make sense to, uh, to you know to other people. but To me, it's uh, one of the most important advices.
2: Hmm. And I also I think we that could be very reflective on, on also. Uh, you talked about the three losses that you had. You, here's the thing: you've only had three decision losses. But you've, as far as I can remember, I can't I can't think of a time where you've ever been close to being finished by an opponent. They may have outstruck you or taken you down to the ground. But as far as I know, you never have been really close to being finished. You can correct me on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, when you look at your record, you definitely, we definitely see somebody who is incredibly tough, and, you know, even with a loss, you still, you know, you still have, you still have all of your, you, you don't, you don't take that much, I guess, damage almost, with a loss.
1: Yeah, 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 I'm very healthy fighter, uh, I never, I never, I never got knocked out, uh, uh, I have, uh, you know, I, lo- I love to invest my money in the protective things like uh, headgear, uh, good gloves, because I think uh much more. Often, you know, if I take care of my, of my, of my health, uh, I don't take too much damages. To, not just because of my, my game plan, not just because of my techniques, because I want. It, you know, mm-hmm. five times it's hit. It don't get hit. Um, mm-hmm you know I'm kind of feel proud of it because um, I'm a, one of uh, I'm a, one of the guys in the in the game that I don't take too much damage so it, like you said I am uh, too far to, to get finished it's hard because like you know I, I don't I don't take uh, strong punches in the face because I uh, you know I'm always uh, I'm always trying to do something and it's really really hard to my opponent to to uh, to punch me in the face or kick me, you know, and I I really, 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 really feel that, that, that punch or kick, so, um, yeah, um, I consider myself a very healthy fighter. Mm.
2: And he, his last question is uh, how much time do you spend stretching before and after training?
1: Stretching, yeah. Stretching, I, I, I'm always Stretching, you know, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, this last year, I got a real bad injury in my back. Uh, at last year, not this year, I'm sorry, uh, I pulled out of a fight in the middle of this year, I think uh, April. Uh, I was supposed to be fighting in California, and uh, I was cut off that car because I got an injury. Mm. So after this injury, I, I I started it very serious the, the stretching. Uh, now I'm stretching every day, every every day, uh, because I think this is important. Not just uh, you know to be flexible, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it's a part of a uh, recovery. So I'm always stretching before and uh, after my training sessions. After training sessions, you know for me it's the most important. I I stretch, like, uh, uh, at least 15 or 20, 12, 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's something like that. Before, before the training sessions, like, uh, you know, active uh, stretching, so it's like 5 minutes. But after the, the training sessions, it's very important to me to have my 10, 20 minutes of stretching.
2: I see, I see. Um, so, I'm, a, I'm curious to know as well, so... This is, uh, this fight's being contested under, uh, uh, unified rules and in a cage. I'm just, are you interested at some point fighting in Ryzen under the Ryzen rules, uh, 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 being that they allow soccer kicks and also fight in a ring? Is that something you'd like to do in the future, uh, potentially?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I'm very interested, you know, um, As long as being in Japan, I can fight, you know, I can fight without gloves. <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> <laughs> but considering the fact
0: that this will be not only your first fight away from Bellator since winning the Smash Fight Fellowweight Championship back in 2013, but this is your first fight fighting in your native homeland in Japan because you're a native of Anjo Aichi, Japan. I mean, are you kind of nervous, considering the fact that this is the first time that people in your native country will get a chance to see you? No, not nervous. No, I can't. I cannot tell that I'm nervous.
1: I'm just excited. I'm happy. I cannot be so excited and happy, uh, you know, during the fight. But, um, you know, there's no uh, negative uh, feelings about that. I'm just happy. And uh, like I said, it's just business for me, you know. Inside the cage, it's just business. There's nothing personal. There's no emotion. There's not, uh, you know. Uh, no matter what country, no, no matter uh, how much people are watching, it's just, uh, just my work. I've been doing this work for more than two decades. So I'm so, um, uh, I'm used to doing, you know. So it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna bother me, you know, Japanese people at all.
2: Actually, that's, uh that has an interesting question now that I just uh, thought of right now. So you said you've been doing this uh, for 20 years. I'm curious to know, how much longer do you see yourself in the fighting, in the fight business? Uh, how, how many more years do you think you have, or would you like to continue, or you're just going gonna to continue for as long as you would like to? Well, I'm not in this business because uh, for, you know, for
1: anything else, I'm here because I, I really... I really love this sport, you know. I, uh, I think I have more, at least, at least fifteen years of, uh, you know, of personal fighter. I can go, yeah, I can go to uh, forty. But uh, after that, uh, you know, I want to become a, a trainer or a manager. Uh, I don't want to leave uh, the fight business, you know. I want, I want to be inside the fight business for for my for my whole life because. Like I said, I, 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 I love
2: it. Mm. Would you, would you want to be a, a, fight, a, a trainer, uh, manager, would you want to do in the United States, Brazil, Japan, or have some, like, just like have some sort of international reach where you, where, you know, no borders at all? What, what, what would you be ideal, um, ideal situation be? Well, uh, I, I, I,
1: will, I would, I look for money. Hmm. I will, I'll, I'll be there, and I think it's uh, maybe United States or, or Brazil. Uh, uh, I'm talking about business, right? Because mm-hmm. I, uh, I love to live here in Brazil. Um, I was invited to to live uh, outside Brazil so many times, but so many times, and I always uh, refused because I love this city, I love my country, uh, I love to to live here. Uh, of course, I, uh, man, I. I love America. I love United States. Uh, I really love that culture. I think uh, it's a secret, but uh, I think I, I love more United States. So, but you know, I love. I, I like it because you know I know everything. I know. Uh, you know, I'm close with my family, my friends. So it's hard to me. You know, leave my country. So uh, I think I'll be staying here for uh, for a while. Uh, for now, I'm just uh, I'm happy and. Satisfied
2: with the with the fight that I did. Gotcha. And one of the last questions, uh, one of the last questions I have, Yamu uh, San is, can you just tell us the status of your Bellator contract? How many more fights you have? Uh, and you know, uh, what if there's if you have any news like what happens after your uh, fight uh, in a few more weeks? If uh, you're in talks to have something in the United States with Bellator or anywhere else? Well, I don't
1: know how many fights I. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, I don't know, but I think it's more of a fight. You know, I have a lot of. Uh, I'm very loyal with the uh, Bellator. I'm always. Uh, I really like the company. We, you know, in the, in the last year, we, you know, me and Bellator, all the Bellator, uh, Grill, the president, uh, Rich, is the matchmaker. We, you know, I like all these guys, and I want to. I want to help the, the company grow. I think uh, I can be a really important fighter uh, for the company. So um, like I said, I'm very loyal. And I will, I will keep my, my loyalty with the, with the developer. So this is what I want. But uh, this is the fight business, you know, so anything can happen.
2: Mm. Do you want to stay a lightweight in the future or maybe try to go up the welterweight? Is that something that you, that's crossed your mind or not at all?
1: champion and after that I'm not gonna stick to the division. I will look for challenge. So uh a hundred percent you can mark my words. I'll go to the welterweight uh, looking for one more title.
2: Ah no, I was about to say you know if if you go if you go to Welterweight, you know, I think uh you versus M V P would be an amazing match to see. I would absolutely love to see that match. Uh yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah I'm not I'm not already started uh, the wild weight guys but uh, you know it's like my my body is asking my, my mind is asking you know for new challenges uh I see near future uh going to going to the to the you know one seventy pounds. This is uh you know this like I said it's a hundred percent right for me.
2: Gotcha gotcha gotcha. Uh, I'll pass it off to you Christian uh if you have any last questions for Yamuchi san. Well
0: First of all, we know that you talked about, you know, being a martial artist most of your life. I mean, you've been doing this just about almost every year of your life since you were born. But, I mean, if you weren't a trained martial artist, if you weren't involved in combat sports in general, what what would have been your fallback plan? What would have been your plan B, so to speak? Well, uh,
1: you know, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that, you know, I don't believe uh, if I was something different because I, I'm not, I'm just a fighter. Uh, I think, uh, if I, if, uh, you know, I was born for this, I'm a warrior. I, uh, there's nothing else that I, that I would, that I would do, you know, I was born to, to fight. If I wasn't an MMA fighter, I would be a Jiu-Jitsu fighter if I wasn't, um, a jiu-jitsu fighter, I will be a boxing fighter, so uh, there's nothing there's nothing else that I'm, I'm interested in. I'm not even uh, finished my, my college here in Brazil because uh, I was 100% uh, right, and I was, you know, I'm sure that I'm, at that time, I'm sure that, that I wanted to be a fighter, and, you know, I don't regret nothing. Of uh, of my decision because I'm very happy and very satisfied in the position that I am now, and um, that keeps me uh, growing every single day. I'm I'm very happy.
0: Understood. Another question I would want to ask is: there have been recent passings in combat sports. Four boxers, one kickboxer, and one mixed martial artist have all passed away in the last. 90 days or so in the last six months actually due to either excessive head trauma or problems when it came down to cutting weight prior to getting on the scale now seeing the fact that bellator is on the cutting edge of just about everything when it comes to what other promotions aren't doing if bellator were to enact something that regards to fighter safety would you possibly be up for it, and you know, leading the way for this charge to basically, you know, prevent fighters from taking excessive damage or having a serious weight cut like you took?
1: Well, I think uh, you know, I keep the the fighters' health is very important, you know, but uh, the most important thing is uh, is what what. We fighters can do inside the training camp. This is the most dangerous thing. It's not just in the fight. People just want the people just just see uh, the last week of the of the of the training camp that it's all about uh, cut weight and the fight competition. But you got to prepare your body first to cut the weight. So it's a fighter responsibility not uh, the bellator responsibility. And people are, you know, are being killed inside the cage because it's not because, not just because of the punch of the fight, but sure, they are getting punched in the sparring session. They're not protect themselves. So, you know, I think this is a fighter responsibility. Just like uh, Mayweather, you can see how these guys can uh, protect himself always uh you know he took it very serious very he's very professional and he's 40 and not he, he's not looked like a 40 because he took
0: very serious you know uh, I mean physicality. He's, it's, he's it's basically all that defensive boxing that he's used to doing
1: yeah he the, the type of uh, not yeah not just
0: uh, his attitudes but
1: he's kind of uh Uh, The the way he boxed is totally different. Just, you know, to get hurt. do not get hurt. So he's a very smart uh, fighter. There's a lot of people in MMA that don't understand it. You know, it's uh, hit it, don't get hit. Not just to win the fight, but
0: to, you know, to keep your health. Exactly. Another thing I want to ask is you know i know this may better i mean i know this may be more suited for the end of the interview which we're getting close to it but how can fans contact you on social media and do you have any shout outs that you yeah. would like to give to your training and your crew and stuff like that
1: yeah no um you know i'm always active And in instagram is goichi yamauchi yeah, just my name i have a twitter and facebook but i'm not you know, active in the social medias, but on in, in Instagram for sure, you can send a message, you can reach me out uh, out there that I will answer you, I will, you know, I will talk to you, because uh, I really appreciate that, I really love it, to talk to my to all my fans, all people who, you know, who likes my my, my work, so uh, I prefer that you reach me out on Instagram and follow me, please.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and any shout-outs you would like to give to your team,
2: your fans, and all that? You know, and, or any specific people, really? Sponsors, yeah, any of that to sort? All my, to all my fans, especially,
1: you know, my Belter fans, my Japanese fans, and American friends. Because uh, uh, I really I really love you guys. I really love all my American friends. Uh, when I go to the, to the United States, I feel like I'm home. People really treat me with uh, so much respect, so much respect and appreciation. And so I uh, just want to say thank you to, to, to all my my American friends, American people. Uh, just like the, the Japanese people, just, I want to thank you for all the, all the messages and all the support. And uh, we're going to win next next week is our is our time. I I I hope to make the, all uh, proud of my performance.
0: Understood. Any oh by the way, any sponsors you would like to put over?
1: Yeah, for sure. I
0: want to I want to
1: thank all my sponsor, uh, friends and family, especially uh, Adega Brazil is my my main sponsor. Uh, Grillo Gringo. Uh, all my Yamauchi team uh, and all my you know all people involved in my work I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and uh, without these people I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here so um, this is uh, a shout out to, to all my, my family friends and spouses mm-hmm.
0: and one more thing that I would like to ask before passing it off to Andrew When it comes to the Bellator Japan car, the Bellator 237 car, there are a lot of people, especially from Japan and from Brazil, that are going to see you compete in Japan for the first time. I mean, is there anything that you would like to say about not only fighting in Japan, but your opponent, Darren Cookshank? I mean, if there's anything you would like to say about him or to him, or about the experience fighting in Japan, do so. The floor is your door. Just shoot away. Well, Darren, get your ass ready. Uh, we, got,
1: we got two weeks to meet each other. So, uh, it's top top shit, because, uh, you know, I'm going to smash you. And, and he, you, you, you kind of know that, right? That... You got no, no level to face a, a guy like me. There's no much to say about me, just uh, this little message. And to all my fans in Japan, just uh, go watch me in Saitama because it's going to be a hell of a fight. It's going to be a uh, very exciting fight, and uh, I'm excited to
0: make all my Japanese people proud. hmm And, Andrew, you got any final questions, ask Mr.
2: Yambouchi? Well, you stole my final question, because usually that's the question I ask, Christian. So, now I'm done. No, 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 you normally ask the ten questions from inside the actor studio. That too, huh. that too, that too, but I, I don't have the questions up, because my computer's all screwed up now, so I don't, ha- I don't have them off the top of my head. Well, I guess one of the last questions I have uh, for you, uh, Yamuchi-san, is, any possibility that we could ever see you doing any grappling tournaments, or grappling uh, events, like a Polaris or, um, you know, quintet or something along those lines is that something that you would ever be interested in, in potentially doing? It must be, uh, you
1: know, I love complete GG, but it must be first interesting, uh, an uh, uh, interesting payment check because last time that I did, I promised to myself, you know, uh, last time was in 2015, I fought uh, Coba Poggio. cover Poggio at that time was the, the biggest. Uh, jiu jitsu show. So, uh, and I got hurt, and I pulled out of a uh, important fight in MMA. So, to you know, to start, you know, to to get in this kind of competition again, it must be a good payment check. And I don't know if they are they are able to to deal with you know. So, but we'll see. I'm 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 always my focus now in is in, in MMA. I want to be MMA champion, but yeah, I I like to you know. I
2: like to. I like this idea. We'll see. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, with that, uh, Yamuchi san we just want to say thank you so much for ta- uh, for talking to us. Uh, we're gonna be really looking forward to this fight at at Bellator. Uh, Christian, uh, want to give you the uh, the opportunity to plug all the Bellator uh, where everybody can see the show.
0: Check out more about Bellator MMA and all they got. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Bellator MMA. And also, when it comes to Bellator 237 or Bellator Japan, that event is in, as of the time of this recording, less than two weeks, December 29th, well, December 28th in the U.S., but December 29th in Japan from the world-famous Saitama Super Arena in Saitama City, Saitama Prefetch Japan in the US. You can watch it on the Paramount Network and The Zone at 10 Eastern, 7 PM Pacific, or possibly in Brazil, it will air on The Zone as well at midnight Atlantic Standard Time. But other than that, check out Bellator. Check out Bellator on social media. Go to BellatorMMA.com check out Rising on all their social media. I'm pretty sure that they'll provide more information as the weeks as the days and weeks draw ahead for 237. But other than that Mr. Yamauchi we thank you for you know taking time to have us interview you. May peace be with you even though we know you're going to try and bring a lot of war to the Detroit Superstar on December 29th. Yeah, I just want to say thank you, uh,
1: my brothers, for this um, great interview and very, you know, it's a, it's always a good uh, opportunity. And, you know, for me, it's very it's very fun to talk to you guys and talk about my life about about my career. So I just want to say uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart to you guys from the podcast Rising Rising Podcast and all my my fans that are listening to it. No. Okay, okay, and other
0: than that, all we have to say is Obrigado and Gambate, go get it
1: Yeah, Gambari, Mas, muito obrigado, meu amigo